Who I'm excited for the word today. So we've had some guest speakers done lots of things, but we've been talking on the gifts of the Spirit. How many of you guys have liked that? Like they're gifts. We don't have to pay for them. How awesome is that? I like gifts. My my address is no. <laughs> just tease them. Um, I do like gifts. It's not my love language, but it's all right, you know. Um, but these are gifts. These are things he's like, hey, here it is. Now open it up, do something with it, okay? So we've talked about faith. We've talked about words of knowledge. We've talked about healing and miracles and prophecy. We're going to keep going. I'm going to talk about um, discerning of spirits. Ooh, no. You know, that's something you go to church and no one wants to say, right? Like, okay, you know, that's like, oh, it's demonic. Actually, it's really not. There could be a piece of that. But, you know, all of these gifts, it's the nature of Christ. Okay? So when we look at that, his spirit, his divine nature, that's the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. You know, that's his nature. That's who he is. Okay, yeah, and I forgot. Kids, you can go. They already got there. They are ahead of me. So, um, and then his, then the gifts are his divine power. Those are the things that have action. We see the manifestation of it. You know, so those are things that aren't really our nature. They're things that have action to them. Okay, word of knowledge, you've got to do something. Prophecy, you've got to do something. Word of wisdom, you've got to say something out of your mouth, right? If you're speaking in tongues, that's doing something. There is action to those gifts. But they are, the, you know, the nature and the power of God. And he says, you have them because you're part of my kingdom. To what degree you have them depends on how much you unwrap. If, you, if I give you the box and it sits on your counter forever, it's not doing anything for you. It's beautiful. It might look pretty. You might know what's in there. But sitting on your counter, it's not going to do anything. Whew. You know, we're reading in Corinthians about the different gifts of the Spirit. So if you don't know, that's in Corinthians 12. But it says, you know, we've got to eagerly, and then in Corinthians 14, he talks about, and he says, we've got to eagerly and desire the gifts. You know, when you're a kid and you're waiting for Christmas, it's like every day. You know, you, got, you made those rings and you had the little, every day you're tearing one off. And when mom and dad aren't there, you're like shaking it like, what's in here? Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get this and use it. How many of you guys have found what's in there and then you got it for act surprise? You're like, oh my gosh, so awesome. But you, you know what I mean? Like when you're, I mean, Matt's still like that because I love that about him. You know, I have to hide things in places that... He, you know, he's always like, what is it, what is it, what is it? And he's not a huge gift seeking, you shall find, he says. You know, it's, it's exciting, anticipating, like, oh, this is going to be amazing. So when we come here today, you know, we're always like, we just want to let the Holy Spirit move, right? And I said, no, 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 no. I don't want the Holy Spirit to be in control here. I do not want the Holy Spirit to be in control. I want the Holy Spirit to be out of control here. I want him to be out of man's control, out of religious control, you know, out of fear's control. Let's let him go. 
you know what? We're going to let him go. So we're going to just open with prayer and we're going to go forward. So Lord, I just thank you that you give us the Holy Spirit, that he is a good helper. Lord, we just release him to do things today. Lord, not what we want done, but you got a plan. And it is amazing, Lord. You, you have a plan to grow us, to to minister to us. So I just thank you, Lord, as I speak today, Lord, I just ask that your anointing just comes on me and these words are anointed from you, Lord, and everybody that hears them is going to receive something today in Jesus' name. Amen. And I believe that, not because I speak so eloquently, I know, pretty famous, but but because the Lord anoints that and I'm going to ask him for that because you know what? He's a lot better speaker than me. Hmm. All right, into this discerning of spirits. Ooh, ghost stories, right? No, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, when you read that in the Bible, what's the first thing we think of? Oh, she must be talking about demons, demonic things, right? I mean, that's what, I mean, we think about discerning spirits. Oh, we know if something bad going on. They got the spirit of Jezebel. They got the spirit of jealousy. They got the spirit of anger on them. Yeah, that's part of it. You know, you can discern those spirits. You can also discern the spirit of joy, the spirit of peace, the spirit of righteousness. Okay, so discerning the spirits is not just the negative. For some reason, the church is like, hey, we know all this stuff about Jesus. Let's talk about the enemy. You know what I mean? So when you hear that, people think, oh, I can, I can see everything bad in people's lives. You know? Who says it's bad? Guess what? They have the spirit of jealousy and the Lord's letting you see that. He's saying, hey, you get to partner with them and you can bring in the spirit of joy and p- with them. I gave you that for a reason because you're going to bring good into that situation because they're good, they're my kid, and I love them. How about that? <laughs> I wanted to say Dowdy Mustafa if anyone knows that's from. Matt's like... Hey, I can't help it. I love Disney. You guys are really quiet today, and I'm just kind of like, I'm just needing a minute because what I wrote and what the Lord is telling me (laughs) to speak to you guys today is now going. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out what I got to say. So So it's not just about the negative, and, and really, I'm not even worried about that, but the Lord gives us that. We have been taught that, you know, well, discerning spirits means you can go around and pick about every bad thing about people. That doesn't even sound like God. That doesn't even sound like who he is, right? So what is he saying? So basically what we're really doing is how do we discern the heart? How do we discern things in the church? How do we discern things in our city? Okay, so it's not about, you know, we're not going on no witch hunts. We're not looking for, you know, we're going to cast out a demon out of everyone. Oh my gosh, this door is a demon, this sponge is everything, you know. I have been, okay, I went from being Catholic to being Holy Bible, Pentecostal, running around. You know, I've seen things, you guys. <laughs> I had a, I knew this lady once, okay, this is kind of crazy, but this lady like thought that this other lady's headband had a demon in it and she tried to run her over with my car, with her car why we were in the car and I was a teenager and I just got saved like a few months ago. I'm like, if this is God, it's really scary. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That would be kind of scary. I don't know how I got here because I thought maybe I'd run away, but do you know what I mean? So how, what do we do when we encounter that? I'm going to open up to, um, Hebrews five, uh, and verse 14. 
It says, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. Guess what? We need solid food. So if, if you're a baby Christian, you're probably going around doing this or feeling this. It's like, what's going on? Um, he said, it's, it's for the mature. You're going to be able to have that distinguish. You're going to know because you're going to know the heart of God. You're going to know the nature of God. You're going to be mature in the things of God, okay? You don't run into your workplace and start trying to cast demons out of everybody and machines. You know, if you work on machines, you're probably feeling like you do, you know? We don't do that, right? Because we're mature. And we know, because we know the heart of God, we know how to distinguish um, between the spirits. So basically, mature, we practice, we're trained. So here's a gift that, another gift that we don't really talk about. We all, you know, wisdom and faith and healing, everyone likes to talk about those. It's really awesome. They make you look smart. They make you look confident, you know, and they give you a complete body that's healthy. Everybody wants to talk about that. I want to talk about, I had faith in this, and God did this, and this is awesome. That's exciting. You know, when you say something because you know you're not that smart and it comes out of your mouth, you're like, oh my gosh, I like a word of wisdom. (laughs) Sometimes I say things and I'm like, I did not know that, Lord. Thank you. You got my back. You know, he's my best wingman I got. You know, he's right there like, say this. You know, I like that. That makes me look smart because on my own, maybe I'm not that smart. You know, I like healing. If I'm in pain, I like to feel better. But you get into some of these things and they sometimes feel uncomfortable. When I started experiencing this my whole life, you know, and sometimes it was really uncomfortable. Sometimes I would see things that other people wouldn't see. Sometimes I'll feel things like, Lord, I don't really want to feel what this person next to me is feeling. I don't know what to do with that. You know, that seems weird. You know, I don't want to see that about somebody. I don't want to see that about myself. You ever distinguish spirits about yourself? (laughs) That'll get you. You look in the mirror and you're thinking, oh man, pointing one finger, they're all coming back at you. Because God, what, what discerning experience is basically, he's going to speak to you through your senses, through your feelings. I know that kind of seems like what, you know, our, sen- our five senses and our feelings and our emotions, he speaks to us. He created those. So why wouldn't he use those? He's not like, oh, I'm going to create all these emotions and I don't want you to do anything with them. That, but sometimes we feel like that, we're like, we got to stick this. It's like, no, he, he said, I'm going to speak to you. You're going to know you're going to have experiences that. So if you know that that's God, okay, it can be really helpful. If you don't know <laughs> that God speaks to you in all these different ways and that that gift is on you, it can be really scary. It can be make you feel like you're crazy. It can make you feel overwhelmed. Um, so I'm going to share a couple stories with you guys. Uh, so here's one. So just the last cup, you know, I, the Lord speaks to me through animals and I know you guys are like, oh, that's crazy. Well, he made a donkey speak and he's done a lot of things with animals. He used them. They're his creation. So, and I have mercy to say this is true. <laughs> like I look and I'm saying, okay, Lord, you have this gift. 
you know, just speak to me. What's going on? Tell me what's going on in my town. Tell me what's going on in the atmosphere. I got to be aware. Okay? That's basically what distinguishes spirits, is being aware of what's going on in the supernatural. Because we, because we have the Holy Spirit living inside us, we are supernatural. You guys are supernatural. You're not natural. You're not normal. You are supernatural. That's the way it is. You know? Our spirit doesn't doesn't fit with the natural world. You know? Being healed of something where there's no cure, that doesn't fit in the natural world because it's supernatural. Having a word of knowledge about someone that you never had before and you never heard anywhere, that's not normal. That's supernatural. We are supernatural beings in a natural body. So what do we do? So um, lots of times, even since, like, I have this, God gave me this crazy memory about things. Like, I can remember times, I think the youngest thing I can actually remember, I think I was a little under 18 months old, and I can remember instances from that far back. But just recently, you know, all these things happen, and I'm telling people, you know, the Lord just speaks to me through animals. He'll put real animals in my path. So we're riding, it's about a 30-minute ride, and Mercy's with me, and, you know, the first thing, I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you saying? So... These two deer run out, and he gives me a word for that. And I'm like, okay. Then a couple more. And then, we're, you know, this is all on the same drive. And I'm like, what is going on? Then two huge bucks, one in the middle, one to the side. I never see bucks out in, in the middle of the road. So I see those, and, and we're, I'm like, you know, God's speaking to me. And um, we get a little while further. Triplet fawns. You know, the Lord says, I want you to protect them. So I did. So... That was 10 um, deer that I saw, and I said, Lord, I know what you're speaking to me, and we're pulling up to this drive, and it's like a huge hill. You can't see over it. We've, we're this place where we clean, and um, we've never seen deer there before ever, and we go every single week, and um, at the bottom, the Lord says, um, I, I saw a picture, so I'm like, okay, I'm discerning this time. Like, Lord, you're speaking to me. And I say out, I'm like, don't you let there be just one. And Mercy's sitting there. She knows me enough that I'm probably talking to the Lord, so she's okay. And so we pull up, and what's sitting there? One deer. And I was like, I know, I'm discerning the times and the seasons. The Lord is speaking to me some things. And I get out of the car there's the twelfth one, because the Lord had spoken to me about twelve this whole time. So there's the twelfth one. I got out. I got to stand facing them for a while. It was crazy. And they went away. So that was good. I was, you know, I was discerning the season that I was in, what was going on around me. The Lord, each one, he gave me a word for each instance that came, you know, and this isn't a 30-minute drive. This isn't spending all day looking for this. Every one of these crossed our path, you know, and it was just amazing um so and the lord's just speaking to me and so like i'm just discerning like okay lord this is what you're saying this is what you're saying and he confirmed that what i was discerning in the land and what was going on around was correct because i saw the deer being 12 and i knew there was going to be at the top and i said do not just have one you know what i mean and there they were. The Lord had that. So that was just kind of a like, yes, I got it right. I discern what was going on. I discern nature around me. I use my five senses. Woohoo! You know, that was good. Okay, so that's a great, that's exciting when that happens. And then that happened again last week. Um, so in a 15-minute drive, 
I had someone with me that needed to hear from the Lord about their life very um, immediately. So I said, Lord, I just shared this story with her. I said, can you please speak to her a few times on the way? And so the first thing is we see a bald eagle sitting over us. And then this is the crazy, a fox. And then six blue herons. Wait for me. I've never seen six blue herons together in my whole life. In a 50. And so, like, God just told I was able to discern what was going on. He used the senses. He used what we were seeing. And um, there was a word for her in that, which was really cool. Um, so that was great. So then there was a time, this was a few years ago, that um, I was just talking to someone on the phone, and it was, you know, it was a decent conversation. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Ha, ha, ha. You know. I got off the phone, I hung up the phone, and I laid down on the couch, and immediately I felt overwhelming anxiety and depression to the point I literally couldn't get up. I was like, I don't want to live. There's nothing in my life for me. You know what I mean? I mean, I went from, and I'm like, what is going on? I literally, I was like, I can't get up, Matt. And I'm like, in tears. I know, amen, come on. You come up here. And I was like, what is, I could feel it. If you've ever had depression or know someone, it is a physical feeling. And I just was so overwhelmed with anxiety that I just felt crying. I was like, there's no reason to live. There's nothing. And I didn't discern very well at that moment. (laughs) Luckily, I had Matt. And he says, you didn't feel like that five minutes ago. That's not your emotion. You're discerning. Who did you talk to? And I said, oh my gosh. And he said, who did you talk to? Well, the person I was just on the phone with has struggled with clinical depression. Um, and I was, I was sensing the heart. I was discerning the heart, her heart, that what was going on there. You know what I mean? Instead, I picked it up and kept going with it. You know, I'm like, okay, missed it. So one time I got it was really great, pretty dear. The next time I'm a basket case on the floor because you know what? Instead of being mature and growing in that, I grabbed a hold of something that wasn't mine. God was like, I just wanted you to sense that so you would know what to do and you would bring victory into that situation. Now I got to go and pick you both out of the water. (laughs) Get up. You know what I mean? Because if, if we're not discerning right, you're going to be the basket case in the bathroom. That was me for many years. Like, I would be sensing and feeling. You know, I could walk into a room, and I'd be like, I know everyone who's fighting. I know everyone who's sad. I know if you lost something. And it was like, oh, you know, I would just go in the bathroom and cry. I didn't know that it was everyone else, but I was like, it's overwhelming. You walk in, you're like, this feels, uh. do you ever walk into a room and you're like, I know someone just had a fight in here. You know that, right? Because that is, you know, they can be all like, how are you? And everything's good. And you're like, something something happened in here. Or you walk in, you're kind of down or even tired. You come in and you're just like, all of a sudden there's joy. And it's like, woo, I like being here. This is exciting. That's discerning the spirits, you guys. We're discerning the hearts around us. And, you know, even if you discern something that feels weighty, that's not negative. The Lord's saying, hey, you're aware to this situation. What are you going to do? I've made you aware so that you're not picking it up, that you are combating it. When you come into a negative atmosphere, do you allow 
that spirit that is hovering over to bring you into negativity? Are you saying, "Uh uh-uh, I'm coming. I'm saying I'm bringing joy. I used to play volleyball. And the coach liked me and didn't like me, I think, because I didn't let, like, when you do something wrong, you know, sometimes you're going to make mistakes. I don't know if you guys do, but I do sometimes. I know you guys are probably pretty amazing, but... um, you know, so, like, people would, like, mess up, and we'd be behind everyone and be like, oh, my God. You know, they'd be almost in tears. They'd be mad at themselves. And, and, like, we're losing, and I am laughing and doing crazy things. And, you know, I'm still playing well. Like, I'm not going to get mad at myself. You know, I'm like, whatever. And the coach would be like, you know, you don't take this seriously. And I'm like, oh, no, I take it very seriously. <laughs> I'm just not going to live there all day. I am 16 years old. I am not living in that. You know, I knew enough. But there's, there's moments like that is we get to choose, we choose the atmosphere. This is the atmosphere I have around me. When I bump into yours, I'm either going to absorb yours or you're absorbing mine. That's why sometimes I just laugh. Even sometimes I do worship. I'm just like, (laughs) sometimes you'll just hear me in a weird place. Like the kids probably hear me. I'll tell in the bathroom. I'll just be like, (laughs) you just hear laughter coming from weird places. And they're like, or even when I'm sitting, the weirdest thing is when I'm waiting for the kids and I'm just sitting there like, I'm just talking to the Lord, you know, and then I'm just laughing. And the next thing I know, like there's like kids walking right by me and I'm just sitting in my car. (laughs) It's people like, I don't know what's going on. But then they start laughing because I looked funny. So then see, I'm like, ha ha, you got, you got my atmosphere. You're laughing at me, but that's okay. Cause you know what? You're not thinking about all the junk you were thinking about before. That's good. That's real good. I'm excited for it. You begin to feel what's around you because as we grow and mature, we can bring life to to that situation because we have the mind of Christ. You know, His Spirit lives inside of us. So if we're coming into a situation where he isn't present because maybe the people do not know him. We get to bring him. We say, hey, you might right now be struggling with the mind of Christ. Your mind and is battling, but here, I'm going to bring that for you. Um, because discerners and inter- intercessors, that's, you know, praying. Because usually if you discern something, it's because the Lord wants you to pray about it. <laughs> he said, get, come on, let's go. That's your job. Okay, so if you're discerning something, you're delivers. You're bringing what, you know, Christ, you're saying, I'm taking you out of this because I have the Spirit of God. You're going to have the Spirit of God on you. And we're not going to live there anymore. I'm not going to allow that to continue. Or I'm going to speak to you and you're not going to be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the Lord's saying to me. You know what? I love it when I walk in somewhere and I'll smell it and it'll be like, oh my gosh, the Spirit of the Lord is in here. You know what I mean? Or I'll see something. And the Lord's like, we get to be that intercession. We get to deliver people from what the enemy has told them they are. They've discerned some things about themselves that are not true. And so the Lord's like, okay, get in there. We got some warfare going because, you know what, we got to get back into these people's hearts and remind them of the truth of who I created them to be. And you know what, you don't have to tell everyone, I'm just discerning this about you right now. 
Now, sometimes I just walk down the halls and I'll just rub my hand on the lockers. Lord, you know what's going on. I'm creating a different atmosphere in here. And the Lord says, stop, I'll stop. You know what I mean? The Lord says, I want joy overflowing in this area. Well, I got to make sure that I know the atmosphere I'm going into. I'm not going to, you know, go into, you know, a funeral and start going, ha, ah! you know, probably not appropriate. You know, I got to discern this, the atmosphere. You know what I mean? I probably need to carry the spirit of peace, comfort, okay? So not everything is laughter. I know sometimes it, it happens. It feels like that. You learn to balance it. If you don't learn to balance it, it's, it's very overwhelming. That's why a lot of people are like, I'll leave that sitting on my kitchen counter all year, all month. You know, I'm not opening that box. You let that out, the Holy Spirit, he goes, wow, there's a lot of things going on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm really, you know, I don't know if I, I want to, you to speak to me all day while I'm driving. I kind of have a hard time concentrating anyways. You know what? I just want to be mad at that person. You're not going to let make me have, you know, spirit of reconciliation on me. You don't know what they did. And we start, we start creating a different atmosphere around us. That's why we need to learn to balance. We need to know what is our emotion and what is not, so that we're not going up and picking everybody else's emotion and what's going on with them up, and pretty soon, we're like this. You know, there's a lot of people that are like that. You know why? Because they're really great discerners. <laughs> they have opened that gift, but they, they don't know how to use it yet. They got it out of the box. It's going everywhere. You know, it's kind of like that snake thing. You're like, oh, peanuts. You open the can, and they're just flying. Ever. You can't ever get those back in there. And then pretty soon, you know, it's, yeah. it's scary. It's a mess. We don't want it to be like that. We want to have balance. We want to have control. We want to be like the people that, you know, open the wrapping paper, fold it all nice. We have a place for everything. Because, you know, we want to have balance, and, and we don't want to be, if we're running around scared and freaking out and everything is demonic and there's no good spiritual things, I want to live in a world like that. And God didn't create the world like that. He's a giver of good gifts. We need balance. You know, and to succeed in this gift, you do need community. You know, even when Paul, you know, discerned about the girl that was following them, he wasn't alone. He had someone with him. You know, and I'm pretty sure if he would have been wrong, they would have been like, oh, no, I think that, you know what I mean? You know, if I wouldn't have had Matt, how long would I have stayed there? And there's times I've, I ran into that and I stayed there because I didn't know. But that's why you need community and someone says, you know, are you feeling this way? Sometimes I just, if you guys have been around me long enough, you know, I'll just like say random things out like, are you mad? Are you angry? Are you scared? And they're all like, no. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you are. Got it. Okay. Just wanted to, just wanted to get it out there so the devil couldn't keep it hidden anymore. Let's just go for it. So if I've done that to you and it's been uncomfortable, I'm really sorry. I try to do it in a room with a lot of people. So you guys scared? <laughs> but we need that community. It's really important when growing these gifts because we need a, a soft place to land. 
We need help sometimes. So if you do discern something negative, you don't go up and be like, I see that you're just jealous. And they're like, yeah, I am. Now I'm bitter because you just said it to my face. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I am. But how, how's God going to bring that around? We need that community. You know, we can't, and what happens is a lot of times we throw this gift out because it can feel weird. It does feel weird sometimes. I mean, how many, has anyone experienced this and you know you have? I'm going to put you right on the spot. Yeah, come on, come on. It can feel weird. It is odd. <laughs> At times, it can feel uncomfortable. It can be overwhelming. But we can't just throw out this gift because I can't deal with this. Or I don't, you know, this doesn't look right in a church setting. It doesn't fit into a little seat. It doesn't. You know what I mean? We can't just throw it out. We just got to grow and mature and start saying, hey, when I'm seeing these, what are you saying, God? What's going on in this season? What's going on in their life? You know, what's going on in my life? Is this something for, you know, my, the land that I'm in, the area? Is this just someone's heart? You know what I mean? I heard a story once, um, and it was Kenneth Hagen, senior, and he was in a um, changing room getting fitted for a suit, and the spirit on him was so anointed that the man next to him um, fell on his knees and began to weep and started calling out for the name of the Lord because the anointing was so strong that that man could discern that the Spirit of the Lord was there. And he gave his life to the Lord. So, I mean, things like that, how awesome that you don't have to do anything. You're like, I'm just tying my tie. You know what I mean? That's all I got to do, tie my tie, and the Lord just set that person free. Don't throw away gifts because it's rocky. You know, it is when you first start doing some of these things, it's like, I'm getting it wrong all the time. I'm missing it. And God's like, it's okay. You're still unwrapping it. You're growing. You're maturing. You want good. So let's use all of the gifts. We're going to keep going next week, but let's use, let's not just pick the ones we're good at. Because if you start getting overconfident, guess what? Your grace goes, doo, 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 doo. you're going to land over here now. <laughs> the Lord's like, don't put your trust in yourself anymore. You feel comfortable in the gift I give you. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you step out of that box. Because we don't ha- you know, there are areas that, you know, are really easy for us. You know, some of these gifts you're like, yeah, I've been unwrapping that every day of my life for years. You know what? Faith, anything can happen to me. I'm good there. Be like, okay, well, then go give a word of prophecy to somebody. You know what I mean? Don't just stay in your little circle of, these are my three favorite gifts. Grow in all of them. I want them all. I'm greedy. I'm like, I'm going to be like, I want everything, Lord. You gave me the gifts. I'm I'm not, I'm opening them all up, turning them over, checking their batteries, whatever. I'm like, let's move with this. I like my life because God gave me a good life. I am not perfect. Neither of you, I don't know if you guys know, but you're not either, but that's okay. Um, But this is a gift that it is like the seeing and doing um, 
because there's speaking gifts, and then there's feeling gifts, and there's action gifts. You know, this is a really a feeling one. So if you're struggling with your own emotions, start with that first. Start and say, Lord, just let me discern my own emotions, my own seasons. Start there. And you know what? If you're in a season of joy, and when you go someplace, and you're like, I don't, this feels sadness then you, you already discern that you know that's not you. Start somewhere. You know, if you see, you know, if you go and you're like, oh, I, I just saw 10 bald eagles on this road. Okay, Lord, tell me what you're saying about that. Because that's not a natural occurrence. You know, we don't, in this area, if you saw 10 bald eagles in a row, that's, that's not normal. For this area, this ain't a zoo that we, you know, a habitat where we, you know, are saving animals, you know what I mean? This is just a natural place. So it's like, okay, Lord, I'm discerning what's going on in this situation. It gets really fun. You know, and the more mature you get in it, you, the spirit of offense just gets further from you because people can't hurt you the same way because you realize it's not about you anymore. I know that in this world we think everything is about us, but almost nothing is really about us. Everyone else is thinking that you're thinking about them or you're like out to hurt them. So like, really, it's not about you. And even if it is, they're probably dealing with something and don't know that it's really not about you. So if you begin to walk like that, you'll, you'll be able to be successful in this gift. So let's pray.